0: In this podcast, we complete the sixth verse of the trek through Psalm 23. We've been looking at the imagery that the psalmist uses to outline his experiences with God and to draw That imagery as a layer on top of our own experiences, so we can understand that in the same way that the Lord is shepherd over sheep, over the psalmist, the Lord is shepherd. To you, and he is shepherd to me. Verse 6 tells us Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Goodness and mercy. What is this goodness and mercy? There are some persons who believe that goodness and mercy are angels. Angels who are given this assignment to perpetuate the shepherd's keeping care. So, he not only leads the sheep up the mountain, guides them along the mountainside, rescues them from the rushing, treacherous waters, causing them to lay down in green pastures, being with them in the valley of the shadow of death, Seeing the unseen, knowing the unknown, laying a spread before them while the enemies watch. He now, in the same way that in Genesis he said, Let there be light. And his eternal word caused. Elements to persist from that time until now. The sun continues to shine. The moon continues to come up and give its light. The earth continues to regenerate day after day according to his spoken word. So also, goodness and mercy will see that every time we go up the mountainside, every time we meet upon rushing waters, every time we drink from the still waters and rise again to cross the valley of the shadow of death, we will always have the assurance of the omnipresence of the mighty god who sees the unseen who knows the unknown and who is omnipotent who has all power to sustain us who has all power To cause us to be free from anxiety, free from fear, while we are standing in the very valley of the shadow of death. Why goodness? Goodness so that evil does not overtake us. Goodness. So that our needs are continually supplied. Goodness so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. Goodness so that even in the midst of the hardest hardships and struggle, I am still provided for. I can still see the hand of God. And then I will be able to say, if God be for us, who can be against us? Why mercy? Because... Whether in our frolic, freneticism, or fear, we may be led into temptation and led into sin. We may become overwhelmed even while goodness flows in the midst of evil. We sometimes become overwhelmed and we may be overtaken or caught in sin. So mercy stands with us to liberate us, to undo the trap, to overturn the snare, and to lead us into restoration. Goodness and mercy is almost like the co-shepherds, the under-shepherds, Like the sheepdogs that run about gathering the sheep back into the fold. I know we don't like the word dogs and it sounds demeaning. But for whatever we make of the term itself, it is the role that is important Goodness and mercy is there to get us back on track. Goodness and mercy is there to keep us on track. Goodness and mercy is there so we can see the hand of God. So we can see the shepherd's control when everything else, is going on goodness and mercy will lead us to the hinder part of the ship where we see Jesus on a pillow and we become frustrated because he was seemingly asleep or asleep not saying a word not participating in the casting out of the things and the waters and and at that time not saying a word standing aside, uninvolved. When goodness and mercy leads us there, then we can cry out in faith, Master, do you care that we perish? And we will hear the Master respond, I've always been here. I've always cared. All you required... For this was faith. May I encourage you to lift your faith then. May I encourage you to walk with your chin up and your chest high even. Walk in the confidence that the Lord is with you. Walk with the confidence that even when you feel abandoned, alone and afraid... Your confidence is this. The premise upon which the psalmist builds the imagery. The Lord is my shepherd. And therefore, I can make this conclusion. I shall not want. Amen. And then there is this I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever we might say that it presents as bonus we might say that it presents as icing on the cake but haven't experienced the grace of God. Having goodness and mercy following us, keeping us on track, getting us back on track. Having experienced the goodness of God in the valley of the shadow of death. We can come home. We can come home to the presence of a loving God who cares for us. We can come home to the arms and the keeping safety of a shepherd who in the midst of the treacherous experiences and the most dangerous places is with us and guides us home. Where can I flee from your presence, O God? Where can I hide from you? doesn't matter where I go. You are there with me. Loving me so much that you will give your angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. Lest I dash my foot against a stone. How will I not then dwell in the house of the Lord forever? It is no wonder when Jesus told a story about the boy who left home with all his inheritance and wasted all he had with lascivious living. He comes to consciousness reflecting on the goodness of his father and decides to return home. I don't know where you are in your spiritual life, near or far. I just want to let you know that the house of the Lord is there for you. Come home. Come home every day feast at the father's table he's waiting to welcome